know uh, Julian Knob, like the famous elf player or the popular elf player in Europe. All right. He uh, he has his own like stream and all that stuff. So he uh, he was playing Schoeniger's List with Schoeniger either like on Facebook chat <laughs> or on <laughs> Skype. <Schoeniger's cat>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, doesn't miracles play out that way? Like either. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. You're either dead or alive, or you're dead and alive at the same time. Or you're wishing you were dead. <laughs> so, uh, so like they didn't do. You know, like how in some uh, videos they like show you the deck at the beginning, and then you go into the the matches or whatever, or like do the wrap up, and then you show the deck list at the end. Right. They didn't do any of that. So like. I was like looking anytime he cracks a fetch land on Moto, like you see the whole like most of the deck. Oh, I was okay, like, okay, I was okay. Like, yeah, let me screenshot. <laughs> yeah, screenshot. <laughs> write it down. And like I'm doing it on my phone, so my screen's like that big. Oh, jeez, all right. <laughs> and yeah. then like during sideboarding too, and like I was going nuts because a, it didn't take me till the very end to realize he only had a 14 card sideboard. I was looking all over for card number 15. And the screen wasn't, like, 100% there. Like, part of it was chopped off. Okay. So, like, I had to just keep guessing. And then uh, the other one was I kept writing down the list, and I kept adding up to 59 cards. I'm like, where the fuck is card number 60? I'm, like, looking, looking, looking. And I realized, like, the one game I was looking at where uh, I was trying to, you know, add up to 60. He had one on the he, table. He forced a will the Snapcaster made, like, oh. turn one. <laughs> so, and, like, he didn't have the exile stone anywhere. He had the graveyard, and he had his hand, and, like, yep. you see the deck wave cracks the fence. I was like, it's got 60. Where's the 60? You should grab that exile. Yeah, they should make it visible, because that exile zone is not, uh, it's still relevant. You can yeah. always pull from eternity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you go for the full of a Trinity card. Oh, shit. Um, there's the EDH crowd, and then there's AG, <laughs> and like half the Tin Fins players. Hey, guys. You're listening to Leaving a Legacy. You don't yeah. have to scoop to anyone. Right. Even your mom, you know, when she's going to pop eight, then you're going to pop her out, man. <laughs> So we're going. <laughs> we moved into the ball portion. Of <laughs> There's some things you just can't buy in Vermont, like, like Mex- Mexican food. You can't buy Mexican. Food. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first right. day of fishing. Well, let's let's see if we try this. Uh, uh, welcome to leaving a legacy. This is uh, on site. Or on somewhere's site. Episode, I think it's 28. Yeah. Uh, we're out to breakfast. This is Mathematrixer. Jerry is on his way over. And with us is. Is Jerry. How's it going? <laughs> so we got John Celso. Uh, we're at the Miss Worcester Diner. And Jerry for Legacy. Oh, and there goes the menus. That's all right. So. I got it. All right. See, live action. I mean, the listener's going to love this stuff. Yeah. So this is, uh, this place is known for the first place. I mean, that's, that's what I know them for. I actually, so I lived in Worcester like my whole life. One day I'm watching a learning channel. This place is rated number one in the U.S. Really? Yeah. Thanks. Seth and Jerry. Yeah, we're recording. How's it going? Jerry, nice to meet you. Media in the flesh. We are live. Oh, we're live? <laughs> we're live. We're, we're, doing, we're doing Top 8, top eight Leaving a Legacy. Oh, excellent. So, um, so I've lived in Worcester my whole life. I'm watching a learning channel. One day Number one diner in the U.S. in a story. Like I, I've never even fucking been. <laughs> so, 
I show up <coughs> and I noticed on TV the woman's got like 50 flavors of French toast. So now every time I come down here, I try to get a different version. I started with, oh yeah, Jerry, you, only want, you want that one. That one. Well, come on. She got all sorts of stuff. The first time I came down, I had banana split French toast. Uh, when when uh, KYT and Scotty came down for um, Grand Prix Boston, so, the way we get breakfast was over there. Scotty had the meat lovers French toast. Yeah, I had the meat lovers French toast. French French toast. Yeah. What comes in the banana split one? Is it like can they put ice cream on it? Yeah, real. I'm just gonna go for that one. Yeah, ice cream for breakfast is pretty ridiculous. That sounds like a play. So. Yeah, I love this. You want this one? Right. I'm not the biggest French toast lover. Well, then, if you like ham and bacon, you should have been the curls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get your bacon with a side of uh, half rounds. <laughs> Just what because. Put some dick toast. <laughs> yeah, can I get a coffee, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, being on the floor is going to come close to this level of audio quality right here. No. I'm actually curious what this is going to come out with. I don't even know if I can edit this. Probably unlistenable. <laughs> That's going to be unfortunate. No, I say we challenge them. I'll be like, look, listen to this. Bam. Yeah. Have you recorded any diary lately? No. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't listened. I can't Thank you. I never haven't. <laughs> Have you guys talked about magic while having French toast? That's amazing. No. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of advantage right so there. Bananas with French toast and French toast. And I know, I think she does Irish eggs Benedict, so I'm big on Irish eggs Benedict, but when I come here, it's French toast, I want to try something. I think I gotta do banana split so I can claim I had some fruit for breakfast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think I'm gonna write in like Boston cream. Did I hear that somebody had a Boston cream pie? She uses like vanilla pudding and Nutella. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell my wife this. <laughs> this could this could not bode well. I had the Hawaiian. It can only end well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had the Hawaiian. Uh... Oh, did you get the uh, last bit recording, by the way? Did that come through okay? Uh, it probably did. I haven't even set it up on my computer. <laughs> it's such a fucking wreck. Um, so, so, uh, all right. So I went down to fucking Florida. I'm gonna get pieces of cream. Yeah, I'll get pieces of cream. Um, St. Patrick's Day. Is there another St. Patrick's Day parade? They have like the St. Patrick's Day of the weather or whatever. Just in April. Maybe the actual. Every day is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, up here is St. Patrick's Day every weekend. Pretty much. Irish. Irish, yeah. We start in February and we go until late, late April. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, I'm part Irish too, but it's not like I celebrate in September. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. Get some more cash. Basically, it's code. Anytime you start day drinking, it's officially St. Patrick's <laughs> That's it. I'll buy that one. Yeah. Uh, you want some cream, Jerry? I'll take some cream. So... So I went down to I went down to Florida, and um, so I had this car with unlimited mileage. Now I got down there. I was trying to think like, well, who do I who do I know about? Where can I play Legacy? I brought some cars with me. I look up everything. I'm like, gonna put as much miles on this car as possible I to get value. And then I didn't even know if I had unlimited mileage. And I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to be fine for going through tolls. Yeah. Um, but so I. 
I get I get online. I'm like, well, who do I know? All right, well, Evan's in Atlanta. All right, so where's Atlanta? So I start looking it up. <laughs> it's like three hours it's away. Boring. Well, yeah. It's six hours away. Six hours. But yeah. when I looked at it, I'm like, man, that's like five Massachusetts away. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a reference of a New England state. It's so kind I, of funny, like. When you're up in New England, your passive boost leaves the state like nothing. Yeah, I need to go through Connecticut before I finish a beer. Yeah, well, I was down at Virginia Tech, like my fiance will now license DC. Yeah. That's a four hour drive with yeah. nothing going on. All right. Like four hours, I'd be like past Boston into New Hampshire by now. Right, right, right. I was thinking when I went down to GPDC, uh, one of my buddies lives in DC, so I'm like, oh, I'll come and visit you like when I'm uh, leaving the tournament site. And I like look at him, like, oh, you're like two and a half hours away. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, I think so. so yeah. I'm going to have peaches and cream french toast, please. Okay. For you? I think I'm going to do the banana split french toast. Okay. Can I do the Big Daddy? Uh, sunny side up. Kind of cold. Uh, just beef. Pancakes or french toast? Uh, pancakes, please. Okay. Are you going to try the bacon one, by the way? Yeah. Okay. It's not breakfast unless it's bacon. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oops, oops, my bad. I, I like the pancakes. I like to think that that is Miss Forster. Yeah. I have a sugar. Anyway. Um, Whoa, boy. Huh? Whoa, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so so me and Lita got together last night. Like, oh, yeah? Yeah, so I'm a fucking wreck. Anyway. Um, so, so, I, so I get down there and I'm like, all right, well, that place is like six hours away, probably not going to make it to Atlanta. I, t- I ended up taking a two-hour drive up to Orlando from Tampa mm-hmm. to go see my uncle. And I stopped at a gas station. And I'm like, all right, I got to use the bathroom. I stopped at the gas station. Like, I don't even want to use the fucking bathroom. Yeah, the place oh, I hate I'm like, well, I'm going to grab a monster coffee drink. I get up to the counter and the guy in front of me is like, there was this big bin next to the register. He's like, yeah, can I have some visits? <laughs> Can't get those at a gas station in Massachusetts. I'm like, yeah, I'll have some visits too. And she goes, okay, this hot sauce and ranch over there. And I looked at him like, all right, is that normal? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> he looked at me, yeah, I'm confused. So now I'm outside. I'm outside of a gas station in the middle of nowhere in Florida eating gizzards, thinking to myself, I'm probably not making the best life choices. Right now. <laughs> like, that's pretty close to gas station sushi. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember that too. I was a uh, gas station going down to GP New Jersey. We stopped there, they're selling uh, like pickled eggs oh, in the gas yeah, station. I'm like, who buys pickled eggs from a gas station? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, they apparently, they do a lot of like soaked peanuts. They have oh, yeah. and stuff. So I'm like, oh, I'll just stick with the gizzards for now. Boiled peanuts. Yeah, that's what it was. Did you get the dry alligator while you were down there? I had gator tail, I had biscuits and gravy, and I had grits, wombouts. No. Ah. I ended up in a Cracker Barrel and ate catfish and cheese grits because a place down there called Ambrosia, Mm -hmm. the biscuits and gravy were fucking insane. Yeah. Um, But anyway, then I I go to, so I'm in Tampa, and I'm like, all right, well, I got this Legacy deck, and there's apparently nobody in Tampa that plays Legacy. I keep hearing about self-blowing magic. None. Yeah, I feel so. A couple of guys are like, well, we can start an event Sunday if you want with like proxies. And I'm like, yeah, I could, I could, but like, I've been hearing so much about South Florida Magic, I could go and check it out. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, where is Miami from Tampa? <laughs> oh, four hours. <laughs> it's four Massachusetts away. It's yeah. like a six hour drive. So I get in the car and I start driving. <laughs> like, I'm telling my aunt, she's going to wake me up when she leaves. I figure if I leave at 8, 
I should be there. Oh, maybe it was four hours. If I leave there by eight, I should be there by noon. Play till seven, I should be back by eleven. So it was a four-hour ride. And uh, I get up and I leave, and I'm driving. And now I need cigarettes. And I stop at this gas station. I'm, I'm seeing fucking nothing. It's like the open fields. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm, well, I'm looking for... I'm expecting to see a cheetah take down a gazelle. Like, is that when you, you texted me? It's like, I think I hear the dueling banjos theme song. Yeah, I was hearing the deliverance music. And then you see the gator eat the cheetah that ate the gazelle. Yeah, right. So, so then you see a swamp man eat the gator. Right, right. It's a circle of life. And, and I, well, I kept telling my uncle, I want to try some alligator and uh, he's like well you don't get so much of it around here and I'm like oh maybe I'm watching too much swamp people but the um, so I go through this place I stop at this hurricane sandy mark bait and tackle I'm like I gotta remember where this is because I have no idea where the fuck I am and um, I want to look it up later on it's such a small town like it's a gas station one guy walks in some other one walks in he's like hi Susie how you doing oh good just left the church it was Easter Sunday I'm like hey, this population's gotta be like 20 and um <laughs> And why aren't you in church, boy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you ain't from around here. <laughs> so I get down to, I ended up down in Miami. And I met, a, there was a couple of really fucking cool guys there. So I'm sitting there, I'm talking to one of them. And I'm like, you guys doing Legacy today? He goes, yeah. And I'm thinking, good, I just drove fucking four hours. <laughs> I've heard of Tom first. <laughs> and uh, he says, you, you have you played here before? And I'm like, no, I just drove four hours. Wow, you drove four hours to play here? I'm like, well, after I flew down from Hartford. And <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, well, I, I do a podcast up north, so I figure I'd check out South Florida Magic and keep hearing about it. And I'm like, actually, I'll get the link. He's like, well, you can talk to him if you want. We can share links or something. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, I'll, I'll grab the link and I'll post it up. And I kind of post it up. I made it down to South Florida Magic. So I'm talking to a few of the guys. And one of them, he was, he was, there were a couple of guys there that were really cool. And I could tell one kid's playing Reanimator. Not hearing a whole lot about miracles. And uh, I know I can see somebody's either playing Tess or Ant. Somebody else has got Tess or Ant. And I'm like, all right, so there's a lot of combo going on. Probably not a lot of force will going on. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, well, they don't have those in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Never made it that far south. Yeah, well, uh, people threw them in the ocean after being so mad with them. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm talking to this one guy. So a couple of the other guys, the first guy I'm talking to, and I'm like, yeah, I, well, I live. He's like, well, what kind of mess? I'm like, right now, Mount Worcester. He's like, I'm going up there in a couple of months for the SCG Open. Oh, there you go. Take my number, take my information. If I can go grab breakfast in this Worcester or something. And, um, so the other guy I'm talking to, we start talking about Bristle Brands. I, I don't know why. I forget why we started talking about Bristle Brands, and I realized he's not playing any of that. I'm like, well, yeah, this is the deck I'm playing. And I show him my deck, and he's thumbing through it. And he's like, I, I fucking love this deck. He's like, this is Pomegranate's deck, right? And I don't know who Pomegranate is. And uh, so I'm like, well, I got it from, from Mario Neto. But, like, I swapped, I swapped one card in the sideboard. It's really 74 at his list. And... Um, that way you can put your name on it. <laughs> no. No, I, I, I changed it just so that I felt like I had a better shot against miracles. And then I'm in this room and there's no miracles. There's no miracles. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is fucking awesome. But 
the other guy takes a look at it and he's like, I want to get this on coverage. He's like, I want to get this on coverage before you just decide to leave. <laughs> it's one of those decks where like it explodes out. It's funny. And um, yeah, you blew up Twitter for a little while. I saw. Yeah, but you usually like give up <laughs> after round four. I don't. I just play the shit out all the time. Yeah. And uh, so I play the first round and. I went for like a turn one combo kill where I drew 21, went to Ponder looking for something and I couldn't get it. Oh, I hate that. He starts his turn one with Ancient Tomb, Chalice of One. <laughs> and then he follows it up with like Blood Moon, uh, Magus of the Moon, and starts attacking me. I'm like, oh, this is fucking terrible. Getting beaten, beat down by a Blood Moon, the worst feeling in the world. And he dropped the Trinisphere. I'm like, oh, yeah, this ain't fucking going anywhere. Was he playing Goblins or Painter? It was like, it was a. Uh, Goblin Beats. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a catchers. It wasn't. I didn't see Mod Catcher, but I saw Kiki Ziki. Yeah. Um, he's got to have Mod Catchers. Like I think that's the best version of Mod Goblins. Yeah. I'd be surprised at all. So this is interesting. That, since we're out, we got to this topic. So I was thinking about it on the drive over. I was listening to uh, Legacy Breakfast. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I feel like another that. Legacy cast mentioned them. In Worcester. <laughs> yeah, Worcester. Yeah. Specifically. Worcester, England. Yeah, Worcester. Into it. Yeah, and and they were talking about like the old friends, like the Arch Sloggers, and love me some Arch Sloggers. Was it Tarngoth, the Minotaur Lord, or whatever? Like the five yeah. drop that fight things, like okay. onslaught. Yeah, it's like a vigilant like creature whenever, that fights. Stuff. Yeah, whenever a creature comes into play, like fight target creature. <laughs> right. So I was thinking about, I was like, you know what? Like the cool thing about the Mockinger deck is like it gets around abrupt decay, which is so popular these days. Yeah. But it still dies to lightning bolts. Like the Arch Sloggers and the Tarngoths and stuff like that. They don't die to lightning bolt. They don't have replicate either. Yeah. Now just now you limit your routes to swords of plow tricks. Yeah. I don't know what time growth is really. Oh, it's like a five. It's from onslaught. Yeah, it's a four. four or actually, or I think it's a plane shift or something like that. Yeah, it might be plane shift. Okay. It's it's that same time frame. Yeah, it's a four four for five vigilant, and you can pay a red, tap him, and he fights a creature. So he's removal on a stick plus he beats down for four a turn. Yeah. Okay. So like it's a faster clock too because you have that. That was back in the day when the goblins were also running out six leather. Right, like, right. Attack a goblin, give it plus two, plus two. Yeah. So like I guess the pro con is like you have threats that don't die to bolt and decay, but you do give up a little bit of consistency because you don't have the mob cat to be able to up all your Okay, okay. So it's kind of an interesting like conundrum. I'm, I kind of felt like while I was testing it because it's since the, um, the mono red stompy deck's so good against cloud foes is that um, I felt like I needed more ways to look at those mob catchers so like my conclusion at the end I didn't draft up a list to try it but like I felt like I needed recruiters like you oh, need okay. recruiters to get some of your pieces too so I'm a recruiter or uh, if you're a recruiter oh, okay. and obviously I don't have recruiters <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's like oh, a, that's a card like Candelabra. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it goes in one deck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's um, not versatile. No. I honestly think Goblin Recruiters could be unbanned. It would be pretty interesting if it was. I think, because I mean, Goblin's haven't placed in years. <laughs> Yeah, and it's trying to splash colors too to, to stay on pace with other decks. Yeah, it's like it's not even a goblin deck. It's just like a uh, it's like a red white uh, like red white aggro like prison deck like Thalia's yeah. and spear resistances and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, it's like you have this like death and taxes type of scale. It's like you, you know mono yeah. white or like white splash red. Yeah, yeah red splash white the aggro. <laughs> um, which is I was actually really interested because at the last SCG I saw uh, Dead Guy Ale came in second, and Dead Guy Ale has a top eighted like, SCG. 
Lee in the long ever. Oh, ever. And I love that deck. That deck's hilarious. Because yeah. it's Esper without blue. <laughs> and it needs on blue. Like it's discard, you got removal, you still get access to Pyroblast, yeah. which is awesome. You got Stoneforge Mystic plus Dark Confidant. Yep. Uh, I like the Tidehole Scholars in it. Yeah, I like the extra oh, disruption. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you need a removal spell to just get your card back. I always right. like those types of things. It's exactly. a 2 I mean, it's not like uh, Brain Maggot or something where it's a 1-1. One, one. Yeah, it's a 2-2, two, two, so it puts the beats down. Yep. Um, I also like some of the versions run Bitter Blossom. Yep. Or Young Pyromancer, too, like a more spell-heavy build. Yeah, we go Skunk and a Blunder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like uh, Young Pyromancer and Stoneforge, and like, that's about it. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Answer just spells. Yep, exactly. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I kind of want to put that deck together now that I finish my uh, Scrub Land playset. Well, I mean, at least the duels aren't that horribly expensive. I mean, what's the worst one of them all? Scrub Land? Land's like 75 Yeah, exactly. But I got a sweet deal down at uh, the Pennsylvania tournament. The guy was basically selling uh, oh, yeah. five... Buy two, get the third three on Scrublands. Like, sure. Yeah, I take it easily. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really not a bad introductory deck to get into. I mean, Bob is not horribly expensive, and it's playable in modern. It's going to be reprinted in modern masters, so it's going to get even more ex- uh, inexpensive. Yeah, I, I would be very surprised if it's. It, it isn't officially yet, but I'd be very surprised if it isn't. Yeah, I mean, I draw the line of horribly expensive when we get to like Blue Jewels, Charmer Boy Flight. That to me is horribly expensive. Say, Bob's like, it might be a little bit. And like fifty dollars when people start like thinking twice because fifty dollars right. for a that equals two hundred dollars overall. It's exactly. All right, when it's fifty dollars and it's likely to get reprinted in any modern master set, I really just hesitate at all. Like yeah. if it's fifty dollars, it's like like well, show and tell. My buddy Dan, show and tell, but like noble hierarchs, that's yeah. not a fucking. Yeah, well that's like my buddy Dan just bought um, Lin Balas for fifty dollars for his EDH deck, not even oh. for a tournament deck for his EDH. I'm like, you do know this is pretty much 100% going to be in Modern Magic. You know Avian's going to proxy that, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Actually, they were, every time we play, we played last night, they drool over your proxies every time. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so they're like, you one of these really Yeah, they're like, so what, what favors can we do, Adrian, to get some of these sweet proxies? Hey, I'm Irish over here, Ryan, just tickle my blindness Yeah. Well, like, it all depends on, like, when you want to play with these cards. Like, if you want to play with them right away, like, it probably benefits you to just go ahead and fight uh, yeah. the bullet. But if you're putting it in a non-terminal Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy like Right. Like, for instance, um, I really wanted to play... Yeah, I wanted to get to, like, a more competitive Legacy deck. I was just playing, like, Affinity and maybe Burn at the time. So I was like, well, it's not a bad deck. It fits my play style. It put up some results before, I think, uh, and I was like, okay, okay. yeah. And, like, the number of duels is kind of low. Like, you just need the two... Yeah, yeah you only need, like, mechanic. two duels and then the rest of the Or, um... Either it's either one buy and one badlands or one drop. Okay. Depends on like how your build set up. Yeah. Um, right. And like that was at the time where underground T was about two hundred and bulk was one good. Oh man, here are the goods. Holy crap. <laughs> that is not breakfast. <laughs> Uh, two scoops of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a picture of this bad boy. I was telling you. Uh, but anyway, so um, so I was like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go in and play into into this deck. And like one of the cards I needed was polluted deltas, and that's when they were like ninety. Right. Yeah. Like polluted deltas were more expensive than some of the dual lands. Right. So like, and and they were speculating that it might have been printed in Dark here, but it like the level of confidence wasn't high. Thank you. 
like it was maybe like 50% confidence, maybe even less than that. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll either bite the bullet now, get the, the Deltas and play Ants, or wait until October, hope that they reprint them. And yeah. like, if they don't, then I'm really screwed. It's okay. also right. It's but, also hold Thank you. It's also, as far as holding value, the original Blue Deltas, they definitely dropped, but it's not like they went down to the new levels. Like, right. Well, no, but the thing is, is where's the demand? Like, so for me, I just, I, I don't care what fucking set, I just want to grab an Islander. You know what I mean? So, like, I sold my, no, I sold my Blue Deltas a while ago at uh, a TJ's event at the DCU Center, and... You know, people were talking about maybe they're going to be reprinted. And I'm thinking, I'll just fucking get rid of them anyway because I'll play Zendikar fetches. So I'm playing Shardless Bug specifically only with Burning Catacombs. Sure. And um, what the hell would the other one be? Um, yeah, Misty Rainforest. Yeah. 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 And, uh, by the way, you haven't lived unless you had ice cream and French toast. <laughs> just, just put it out there for the listeners. You get it. It's so good. <laughs> and then I came down here, I'm like, I can't believe I've never had fucking eaten here. So, like, this is one of the. If I'm in Worcester at the DTU Center, I'll go to breakfast here first. Yeah. You know, or, or I stopped at Carl's one day and had an egg sandwich. Mm-hmm. With it 24 eggs? They, had, they, the they had the rubber band, the container. <laughs> That's right, I remember this. The slabs of ham. Because I'm like, a ham, egg, and cheese? And it was slabs of ham. It was, it was, it was silly. Uh, ham, egg, and cheese made with one whole pig. <laughs> Pretty much. But like, that's the place for pig, and this your is place the place for French toast. <laughs> your plate's name was Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> they give you a picture and a backstory. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't actually see the pig bus when you were up there, did you? No, I didn't have it. They, they got a school bus. That's, they got a pig nose on it. It's all pink. They brought it to the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And then there's uh, one of the YouTube videos. They had the birth of the piglet where they got a Ford. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that was on one of the commercials. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this guy beats me round one with his uh, goblin stompy deck. And, um, and I look in the t- at, so at the place. They got a table with a camera above it for the stream. Right. And the guy at the end of the table is doing the life totals and then they're commentating from the back. So I walk over by the camera, by the uh, computer where the guy's doing the stream and keep the lights open. And I can see Twitches open. I can see the chat. Yeah. And I see like Evan in the chat and not so silent Bob in the chat. Yeah. And I'm looking at the chat and going, Adrian with Tinfins, Adrian with Tinfins. <laughs> I kind of chuckle a little bit. So I lose the first round. The guy comes over and he's like, We want to get you on the camera. There's a lot of people that are requesting you get on the camera. Thank you. And, uh, and I'm thinking, like, including, you know, it's it's fun. Uh, I think either Bob might have mentioned it or something like they didn't know who I was and I'm like, why would they know who I was? <laughs> I'm like, I'm nobody. I just do a recording. And uh, yeah, you're, you're blowing up Twitter. I'm, I'm sitting at Easter dinner with the family and my phone's vibrating off the hook. And like, <laughs> burning reanimator, Jensen, I'm somewhere to go. Go forward to magic. So, so he wants to put me on camera. He puts me on camera, round two. 
and I don't know if they set it up because I ended up playing against like a Maverick deck. I'm playing ten pins against a deck with no plus and will. Sure. So I don't know if they set that up just so that ten pins were. You know what I mean? Like yeah, favored. Yeah, right, right. I don't think they purposely did that, but I definitely think they chose that for the feature match. So I play against this guy, and the, and the thing why I'm not sure is that the guy I played against, I saw him playing different decks later on in the day, and I don't know if they were just going around between rounds and swap decks or whatever. And uh, but I played against them. I know there was one spot I screwed up where I like I, I drew cards and cracked LED. Maybe I cast Calibrate, cracked LED. Okay. Card Grizzle Brand to bring him back. Yep. And um, when I cracked LED, I did it for three red. I had a Badlands open. So I only needed three blue. Right. And, and as soon as I said it, I'm like, oh man, I fucked that up. Oh well. You know, I, like for me, I make a mistake, I own it, I just live with it. Right. And um, I ended up beating him anyway. And then game, I had to mold a six on that. Then I, I had to mold. I either kept seven I, had, I think I kept seven game two and I had no lands but I had a chrome box that was the only mana I had I'm like ah oh, fuck it I'll keep he keeps and he started uh, that's what it was and then he started turning over the Caracas so I, I'm like well I gotta combo real quick cause I guarantee value you know and oh and so I played Lion's Eye Diamond Lotus Petal Lotus Petal past turn and he, and he just looked at me confused, like, stone decks don't do that. But I'm thinking, like, i got to get the mana down fast. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, um, so when I, I, I keep the next game, I got no lands. I turn two, kill him. And, like, Silent Bob's on Twitter. He's like, yeah, nice turn two, kill with no lands. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um... I hate those game ones, like, in the blind, where you look at your hand playing Storm, and you're like, I can kill them with no hands, but do they have Force of Will? Like, <laughs> either you snap win or you snap loot. That's when the poker skills come in, you're just, like, reading your opponent. Yeah. 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 I and definitely got burnt once because uh, my opponent was on burn. I could have won with the third one and not <laughs> I hate when those happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got burnt with that. Sit down, cross with my opponent. It's early in the tournament. And he sits down and he puts his deck down and it's unsleeved. <laughs> He's like, hmm, okay. It's unsleeved, and it looks like it's about 80 cards. Oh, no. <laughs> so I start talking to him. Like, He's like, yeah, I just recently got back in. Like, I played when I was in middle school, but I haven't really played since then. So I just, like, brought my old deck from back in the day. <laughs> and what, was like, Charles Bug? <laughs> no. Starts, starts playing. Starts playing. It goes, like, Islands, Islands, and then it's, like, like Flying Man. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm playing Tinmans at the time, and I'm just like, oh, I feel really bad about this, but I also just really want to win this tournament. <laughs> so I go, I start comboing off, start comboing off, uh, cast Calibrate, and then my opponent goes, okay, uh, Force of Will. <laughs> I'm like, of course, you're playing a mono blue deck that hasn't been updated since 1997, but you know what? Force of Will was printed back then. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Thank you. So, um, so then I, so I, I win round two, I think I lose round three, round four I play against this other guy, it was either four or five, it was round five, um, I play against this other guy, he doesn't know what the hell I'm doing, it's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, 
maybe he heard I was playing Tin Fins and like he got the pair down. So he gets the pair down to Tin Fins. I don't know what the hell he's playing. So I win the dice roll. I go to turn one of them. I can't close it out. And I'm like, damn it, another fucking thing. He starts with. Uh, what the fuck did he do it? I think he did like chalice. He did chalice or some fucking thing. And he starts walking out. He's playing metal worker. Oh, and yeah. he gets into like infinite untap the staff. Oh yeah, metal workers. Yeah, uh, he had like he had me walked out early, and then just once he once he landed that I couldn't get around. So game two, um, I win. Game three. He starts with ancient tombs. No story there. Adrian just decided that he yeah, won. I just, so won. I just won. They just went to game three. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was on the play. <laughs> All right. I was on the play. I was on the play. He wasn't playing for so well. Um, game three, he's on the play. He starts with ancient tomb, chalice at one. And I kept my seven. I'm like, chalice at one. I can get meltdown because I did that earlier already to him. That doesn't really shut that much off in the deck. Like, that's a good play against regular storm, but against burning animator, the only thing it really shuts off is your cantrips and your dark ritual. And my entomb. Uh, okay, I guess <laughs> and he's trying to like gotta stop that entomb, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so he gets the, he gets the chalice at one, I draw my first card, I'm looking at my hand, I'm like, how can I do this? This? Yeah. Alright. Um, I'm like, how can I do this? He's got Chalice at one. I play a land, Lion's Eye Diamond, Lotus Petal. I have Grizzlebrand in hand. I tap the, the land and crack the Lotus Petal, cast Burning Wish. Sack the LED. Yep. Go on the sideboard, grab Exhum. I'm all around the Chalice at one, and Grizzlebrand's on the field turn one. Yep. That's why I love, like, the various that have Burning Wish in them. It's just like, oh, you're going to take me this way? Yeah. It, and it's so hard, because I can't, like... I mean, it was neat, like, Burning Wish to show and tell if I wanted to. I don't... Like it's um, really better to exhume the shovel tells out because you have no idea what's in their hand. For me, yeah, he could have spine. He could have spine in his hands. Yeah, they could have spine, or they could like luck out and have duplicates. Like, <laughs> well, blight steel, blight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice seven seven. I'll drop an eleven eleven on you when you're dead if you don't block. <laughs> yeah, that's like um, my buddy plays burn and he runs an ashen rider in a sideboard for the show. I, I got hosed that way. It's like no chance of casting it. They're just waiting for that show and tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. my phone mold the. I wasn't. I thought he was going either for Leyline or something like that. Well, you know what I hadn't seen in a while. I'm on coverage, and I'm used to the hate that I normally face. Mm-hmm. The guy Mulls, he's like, all right, uh, before game effects, Leyline of the Void. Not I'm like I can't fucking abruptly pay that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like I don't see many people play Leyline of the Void. But that's what's great about the Burning Witch. Like if you just go, all right, I'll go show and tell you, or. Yeah, something along those lines. But it's awkward because, like, if I burning wish to get show and tell, I usually have to crack LED to get sure, make sure I'm having mana. And like, eh, that doesn't allow me to show and tell very well. Right. <laughs> like, I need to. I need to go that way with the dark ritual, I guess. Yeah. Or like. Um, oh yeah, sure. Yep. Thank you. Or like, um, if if you think your opponent's gonna try to Caracas your grizzly or whatever, you can just be like, all right, fine. Empty for 18 tokens turn one. <laughs> I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> you can correct us, my Google brand. I'm going to draw 14 and put another one on the field. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's so good. And that's, that's the thing is, like, some people are like, well, Caracas is good against Tim. Caracas is terrible against Tim. Yeah. So, like, 
feels saying Gracchus is good against twelve posts. It's like sure. Bounce their Emrakul so they cast it again and get another turn. Right. <laughs> the other thing that was cute was like, like uh, under the coverage, the guy played uh might have been game two. I think it was game two. He went turn one death right shaman. Yeah. It's my burning wish for massacre because he was playing planes. It's <laughs> 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 okay. So since you mentioned Maverick, I gotta ask a question because I'm kind of curious about possibly building towards one of these two decks. So how? What do you guys think about Maverick right now these days? I think Maverick is very well positioned in the meta right now. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of play, a lot of top eights. Um, I think the best version of the deck is Dark Maverick. Yep. Black. Um, yeah, I think you definitely need like Stephen Thomas now like your your yeah. perfect mana dork. Yeah, definitely. And then Tassiger and Siege Rhino did a lot for that deck. I got. Oh. oh wow, yeah, I didn't think about those those two threats. Yeah, you would have loved this, Jerry. I was playing a guy. Who was playing? Uh, I asked somebody to call the deck. Yeah. How the hell were we doing this? I think I was like Cabal. Uh, he ended up keeping a land that had no hand. He must have just had Force of Will. So he was figuring, might as well just hold on to it. <laughs> no other blue card, just one Force of Will. Well, I'm watching him like draw and the turn move to discard. And he's just discarding. Mm-hmm. And I see, um, was it? I might have seen Young Pyromancer or something. And then he discards Goblin Rabble Master. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, wow, what the hell am I playing against? And then I realized. <laughs> I saw him discard Jack Faden. Okay. I'm like, what? And like, he, like, when he started playing his hand, they had like Snapcast Mage, and like, it was that fucking Jack Faden that you were playing. Mm. He was doing it without Treasure Cruise, but he ended up with a Tassiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm like, man, this deck is fucking crazy. Playing Rabble Master as well, though, that's. Well, I've even heard crazy, crazy in the South. I, I honestly don't remember where I heard this from. Um, Miracle potentially, like, using uh, Rabble Master to spread out of the board. <laughs> Just like, all right, here's a three drop. Let's see how many threes that you're floating to counter this. Because everyone boards out the removal against Miracles because they just kill you in one shot anyway, so right. removal doesn't really do anything. Right. Yeah, especially in the mirror or whatever. So it's like, all right, I'll just start making a lot of guys. And, like, you, you just have to commit to, like, one card. You know, it's not like, a, you know, a treat where you kind of have to hope that it sticks. And then, yeah, Rabble Master is an army in a can. Right. And I think Terminus, we get it back, you know? Yeah. But going back to the Maverick, I think it's really well, especially with the um, Seed Rhino, because it's another one of those creatures that it's source of class here or nothing. Can't be bolted, can't be a busted cage. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, it fights Thermobush fairly well. Yeah. Really good. That's why it's a lot playing modern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta love four fives. Now, like, it's not unrealistic to Green Slip Demon for four in that deck, anyways. I mean, you're playing four yeah. Death Right, at least one Noble Hierarch is another Green Slip target. Like, yeah, it's definitely a few ways to go get him to play. And then it's just an automatic six point life one. Yeah. How was it? Oh, man. <laughs> like, seriously, like, these listeners have to come out here and have a Sunday <laughs> with their first dose. <laughs> you really don't know what they're missing out on. At 9 in the morning. <laughs> At 9 in the morning. You don't need a meal the rest of the day. Yeah, I think Maverick's another good deck to get started in the format because it's not terribly expensive. Well, like, I, I thought about that in Death Attacks, right? And what's holding back in the Death Attacks is like it's more copies of Caracas. Like it plays three Caracas and four Rashad and four. Yeah, and four points, right? Yeah. And not to mention the Wastelands, right? 
at least with like with uh, Maverick, you got your Wastelands or core pickle cards. Um, and there's like a lot of these cards that you typically like these targets are one of, which fit in a lot of other things too, like one Caracas, one Gaius Cradle. Yeah, even the Gaius Cradle, I don't even think is like that super necessary. Yeah, you don't really need it. Back when like you're leaning hard on depth on scavenging moves, Cradle was really, really good. Not, it's not as reliant anymore. Treasure Cradle is out of the format, and people aren't trying to jam their graveyard so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could get away without playing that. They're like dual ends to play a ton of them, and they're not like the super expensive blue ones. Like yeah. Bayou is the most expensive one. Thank you. But you can play Bayou in 200 decks. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I don't want yeah, I'm trying to think what else at other like specialty lands like Horizon Canopy. Yeah, and that's a one of. That's a reliquary. That's the cool part. Horizon Canopy. It's like thirty-five bucks yeah. roughly. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see one of. I'm really excited to see the uh, land like what they do in Modern Masters because I've been trying to get. I've been holding out on getting Bur- Grove of the Burn Willows, Horizon Canopy. Me like, too. Yep. All those utility lands they printed when I was taking a break. What do you, yeah. think, what do you think the duels are going to be filter lands? I'd say filter lands are probably the most likely. I could say filter that. Um, yeah, there's no really real incentive to print check lands. Because you can print the filter lands at rare and it'd be fine. Like, they don't want to print them. Um, they want to take up uh, a mythic slots for a cycle of lands. Right. Or um, they could possibly print the fetches there so that you don't have to worry about like every single fetch being available with return to Zendikar. I honestly don't think it's going to be fetches in Modern Masters because they want those to be more common than just a limited product. Yeah, that's true. Do you think it's going to be fetches in return to Zendikar? Um, I would feel that if they were going to print it any time in the next 10 years, that would be the best place to put it. Yeah. If they, if it's not in return to Zendikar, we're not going to get them for like another five years. Yeah, it's going to be a while. And like I heard through the grapevine that uh, like they're they're not supplying a lot of Modern Masters too. Like it's it's closer to like Modern Masters one numbers, which is pretty yeah. bad. I have, a, I have a box reserve, so I'm pretty pumped. So yeah. So when I went down to Florida, I went to a whole bunch of different stores. Um, I went to this one place. I'm driving around. I'm trying to find a place that does fucking anything, and I end up. I drove by the storefront and didn't even notice it because it was in like a plaza but in the corner with a small sign. Oh, you gotta love those. And I'm like, All right, well, let me go. I walk in and there's four guys in the back talking and two girls that were working that are leaving. And one of the guys is like, well, yeah, my employees just left. If you want a single, I probably can't pull it out for you. And I'm like, okay, because when I walked in, the girl goes, are you here to pick up an owner? And I said, nope. And uh, she says, okay, and then they leave. And I'm, I'm at a place called the Wizard's Cupboard. Yeah, so the guy doesn't do a lot of games. Like they, they, apparently, they do a lot of EDH there, and he does uh, like standard FNM. But um, it's not like a, it's not like a gaming store. This thing isn't as a gaming store. It's 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 a it's like a collectible it's the, card. It's online. the brick and mortar version of his online store. Yeah. Oh, I see. And I talk, but I talked to the guy for a couple hours. He, he was looking cool, and he was interesting. And as he's talking, I'm like, oh, I wish 
I could figure out how to record on my phone. And now I'm thinking, like, this thing was like an M4, whatever the hell it is, file. Oh, M4A? M4A, and I I don't think Audacity is going to import it directly. I'm going to have to fuck around. Hear that, listeners? You're getting it raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. Gonna lie. I'm just going to mail my <laughs> phone out to everybody one at a time, pass it around, and hand it back when you're done. Um, so, anyway, so I talked to this guy for a couple hours, and it was kind of neat because at one point he's like, he was talking about the business model, and this was this was actually he made a couple of really interesting points. He's like, you know, wizards want you to do stores, and they want you to do games, and they want you to supply Friday Night Magic, but they don't help you. He's like, like I don't, and he's talking about. I don't know what they paid for that vinyl claim that's on my doorframe, but that doesn't really help me keep the store open. Right. Like, I, I don't know what they paid for that whiteboard that's monthly events, but that doesn't help keep my store open. He's like, if they did something that was like an incentive to the players or whatever, then it, it, would, it might make more sense. He's like, but as a, as a business model, the game is he's like, just to be dedicated and devoted as a gaming store is a failing model. Like, it, it was... He made some really interesting points. Uh, his yeah. name was George. I'm like, wow, this guy's... I'm like, I wish I was just recording this. <laughs> well, I heard a lot of stores complaining because of the way the distribution model is set up for Modern Masters 2. Yep. In order to get a case of Modern Masters, you need to order five cases of another standard legal uh, booster. And this guy pushes stuff. I went, I went down there and he's like, what, you know, is there anything you're looking for? I'm like, I'm just kind of curious what you have. He's like... Well, I got a lot of sealed product and I got singles. Well, he's like, I have sealed product from Unlimited forward. That's why yeah. I'm like, so he's got like sealed Unlimited? Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, is Magic Origins is going to be directly tied to how much Modern Masters gets released because that's going to be the new set coming out when Modern Masters is coming out. So if Origins is good and people buy a lot of Origins, stores are going to be able to buy a lot of Modern Masters because they're restocking their Magic Origins. Right. If Magic Origins sucks and no one wants to buy it, we're not going to get very many uh, Modern Masters. Uh, yeah, because like the only the only set I can imagine people wanting to stock up on these days is cons. Thank you. Because just like Zendikar boxes are kind of insane because people are... Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, same, like, same with like any other Return to Ravnica block. Right. I mean, if you're like, not so much for Legacy players, but for modern players, you're going to want right. shocks. Exactly. Cons? Cons had some good stuff, but... I mean, Trent says boxes full of fetch uh, in every pack. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if, like, treasure crews that have been banned. Like, people would just be hoping to get uh, uh, open foil treasure crews. Take through times. People are going to be wanting those years down the road. Siege yeah. Rhino. Siege Rhino. Uh, really? For what? Siege Rhino and what? For mine. Yeah. And also, I mean, Siege Rhino seems playing Legacy. It's a good card. We were just talking about that. You're really I thought he just blacked out. <laughs> 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 really, like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> 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 Grizzle Brand is a good card. Siege Rhino, I don't know. I mean, maybe you could sack a veteran explorer and give you two bases you need to get the Siege Rhino. Oh, now yeah. he's giving Jerry an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I'm, I'm not sure what you guys are doing. I'm still not sure what I want to play today. So I ended up. Then I got hit up on Twitter by. Um, Oh, shit, I'm going to screw up his name. I think it's Ben Petrino. I don't know who Ben Petrino is, but this is apparently the guy that's at Pomegranate. And uh, uh, yeah, he's, like, he's like, yeah, I, I saw you playing, uh, I saw you on South Florida Magic with Romario's list, which actually he got as my list. He's like, I wanted to talk to you. I, was, I wanted to talk to you about your list. 
So, oh yeah, you asked him in the sketchiest way. I'm reading that thread conversation, and you're like, you want to come on Skype with me? <laughs> it's like, Adrian, you might want to mention we have a podcast. Yeah, well, no, don't, mention, don't mention you have candy. That's how we knew what I was talking about. He's on the stream, and on the stream I was talking about a podcast. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what, uh, it was not so silent Bob knows. That's the silent Bob I'm just saying, I would have phrased it, would you like to come on the podcast? Not, you want to come on Skype with me, little boy? <laughs> Can I take only Liney stones? Welcome on Skype in my van. Help me find my puppy. Half pomegranates like a 12-year-old kid. FBI shows up at Adrian's door. That's actually... Yeah, I don't know who he is. Anyway, I'll find out who he is. One way, Chris Hansen shows up. So, um, so you asked him to come on Skype. Yeah, he's like, I wanted to talk about you. Listen, I'm thinking, like, I'm not going to give anybody my phone number. Uh, what's this uh, four-pack of Seagram Sea Breezes in your backpack here? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I think the French toast is immediately getting to me. like 50 recipes of French toast and flavors. It's like a French toast high right now. Yeah. Oh, the food's, the food's good. The biscuits and gravy are actually really good here too. But it's just every time I come down here, I want to try a different version of French toast because there's so many. There's so many. The meat lovers is actually really good. It's this thick fat sandwich packed with like. Kielbasa, sausage, bacon, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I really hope I left my wallet at my friend's desk the other day, because otherwise I have no idea where it is. Fifteen apiece. Split for race. Sure. There's your five change. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah, I do have a five. Look at that. So, Zelda, what do you want today? Uh, you know, I played some Magic Cards. Oh, the Magic Cards, I gotcha. So, what are you playing? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I still haven't figured out. I'm trying to figure out if I should play. Can I get colors? I'm trying to see if I should be playing Burning Reanimator again. They're blue. I have the Burning Reanimator sleeved up. I'm thinking, like, should I just sit down and shuffle that up? Or, I could reach aside and grab elves and sideboard together. Or, I could pull my Pain of Servant Land Pass deck. That's fucking cute. Alright, well, I'll fold this close if you pull this close. I'm playing uh, four colors. Four color Delver. Oh, I just, I love Deathrite Shaman, I love Delver, and I love Firemancer. I can't get out of the ball. The red version? Oh. Yeah, the blue red base with flashing the black and flashing the green. Yep. Um, I, I mean, it's pretty much a stock list, except uh, I think main deck can play a Rough Decay, just like two of them. Yeah, it's, I do kind of like the rug with so, the Rough Decay I'll, I'll let you know in advance what you'll probably have to fight against in case you need to clean your sideboard. And if you need a couple of cards, let me know. I got brought all my shit with me anyway. Um, Merfolk, Elves, Miracles, and Bug Delver scooping to each other. <laughs> Merfolk, el- Alright, so, so. It's the collusion of those four decks that you'll have to fight today. Yeah. So on my board, I got a joke. I have a Jit and a Dark Blast. Like, oh, I love. I absolutely love the Dredge Spell to Young Pyromancer that interacts with yeah. Brady. Oh, Dark Blast is amazing. Yeah, so I have, like, I have a Dark Blast on the board. I also have Loam on the board. Just because I usually have to fight Platypus City down in Connecticut. Yeah. So, like, nothing feels better than, like, Wasteland you, get more Wastelands back. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm thinking, I wonder if I should just, like, quickly throw together. 
the monolith sneak attack on Blood Moon. So fucking. Blood Moon's so I was down in uh, the Pennsylvania tournament. Uh, I was against a rug Galver deck, and we got into a Wasteland Life in the Loam off. <laughs> we both had the engine going. We're like, this is a miserable matchup. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, the only spice I have in the sideboard is. Um, at one point, I had two grafters cage for, for my my Gregor hate or whatever, and I was like, well, wait a second, I want one more thing to blow up on artifacts. I forgot why. Like, I don't know if I I really wanted to blow up gifts or I wanted to blow up some other things, but yeah. So I'm like, I still want that piece of Gregor thing. And I was like looking, 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 thinking. And I was like, Rakdos charms in my colors. I can I can play with some Rakdos charm. So I'm gonna try some Rakdos charm out. Like just. Exile Graveyard or, or Blow Up an Artifact. And it also doesn't kill my own Graveyard. Which it also is the most hilarious way to win against Storm. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Because the third ability on Rakdos Charm is deal one damage to target player equal to the number of creatures they control. Yeah, so oh, they're trying to empty you. Yeah, so they make like, they make like 22 oh goblin tokens. I, I had a guy just fucking like rage quit one day. I'm playing Tin Pins and he's doing Storm. And he gets to the point he's casting a bunch of spells and he casts Past and Flames. Alright, alright, Past and Flames on the stack. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not playing a possible, but I'll catch you. Here's the key point where I get the silence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I love when that happens. Sometimes, man, there's certain, there's certain plays that are just so so unexpectedly key that I, it's, it's one of the reasons I get such a kick out of Legacy. It's niche interactions. Like, Modern was kind of cool. The, the Modern Gorio's Vengeance deck, you catch a Splinter Twin version player at the right time, overzealous, and you rack those terms. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, what the fuck did I do that for? And, like, it's... I think most most Splinter Twin players are wising up to that because a lot of people have been doing that lately. Yeah. Or people are moving to, like, like white red so they can play uh, Restoration Angels and not and get around rack those terms. Or um, Illness in the Ranks has also been too. Because yeah. it just down both halves of the twin combo. Yep, you either get a 03 or uh, <laughs> dead. <laughs> Does Containment Priest. Oh no, Containment Priest has non tokens. Well, right? Containment Priest isn't modern. Yeah, it's besides <laughs> the point, but. <laughs> yeah, that, that Sneaking Show deck I was playing a little while ago. I didn't like it. I'm noticing like the, the build I was using. There was no out to containment priest. I'm like, man, this is like I don't, I don't know why containment priest doesn't see more play. That card is so good, and I have not seen it at all. Where you have to like force a containment priest, which is brutal. You're like, oh wait, I need a Jezebel, and I need force, and I need blue card. Yeah. <laughs> so containment priest made a huge splash when it was printed, and then it's just fallen off the face of the earth. Well, I mean, it's usually what are the decks that's useless against elves? No, it. Uh, well, it shuts off Greenson. Shuts off Greenson and uh, Natural Order. Great against elves. Great against Reanimator. Great against Dredge. Great against Sneak and Show. What's oh, the terrible against? I have fair decks. But it's Mon- Mono Blue Omni Show. Ad Nauseam Tendrils. Aether Vile. The Epic Storm. Yeah, shuts off Aether Vile. Yeah, That's yeah. thing, though, is like. But what is it bad against? Uh, fair decks. But I mean, that's the same as any combo set. Huh? And those tendrils isn't there. Well, well, and there's the tendrils is yeah. like the one combo deck it doesn't shut down, but it shuts down every other combo deck. Mono Blue Omni Show? Shuts yeah. down every other oh, yeah. common combo deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Omni Show is, is up there. I mean, it has to put up the top eight results, but it's always like floating around. These guys have some interesting insights down there. They were saying that 
The Mono Blue Omni show was better when Treasure Cruise was legal because the Delver decks couldn't keep up with their counter spells against it. So, like, once they ban Treasure Cruise and people start playing less Delver, it's not as good. I, I thought it was better in the Bug Delver metagame because... I still think it's the it, best deck to take through time. Yeah, because I, I, I think it's a little more resistant to discard. Like, you didn't have to worry about having a Grizzle Brand or anything like that. You can top deck. Yeah, you can top deck well, but, like, when Blue Red Delver was the deck to beat, I think Blue Red Delver put on a lot of pressure against the Omnitel deck that you either got a combo fast or, or have some outs. And in post board, you get three Pyroblasts to fight your Crone Cells, which is, like, really, really fun. The also problem with Omni Show was at the height of Blue Red Delver, people were running, like, two main deck Pyroblasts. Like, Omni exactly. Show never wants to see main deck Pyroblasts. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. it was splash damage, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Miracles are playing a couple of Pyroblasts. Yeah. I, I still been wanting to, like, entomb omniscience and replenish it. Yeah. Like, replenish. It gets around the problem of you get to put in something on your show and tell too, and it gets and doing it that way gets around the craft Tigger's cage altogether. Or you can play, like, the old version that had Academy Rector and Brexit. Yeah, I don't like there, that. There. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. People kept talking about it, but I just... Rector combo. Yeah, it's like, oh, play Rector. Oh, you don't... You have the Spellpierce in <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it costs two, doesn't it? Spells, well, oh, it's non-creature spell. <laughs> yeah, spell snare. Who's playing Spell Snare? Jerry makes it to 60 first. <laughs> Oh man, I blew up my. Uh, I played the twin here on Thursday. Well, Spell doesn't do anything against Rector, anyways, because Rector costs four. Remove yeah. Soul. <laughs> yeah. Remove Soul and Legacy. To not go far off the wagon, but then again, you know, what's a podcast and not go off the wagon? So I played a twin mirror on Thursday, and I was thinking about what the board for the mirror, because I hadn't thought about it until that point. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of Snapcaster Mages because, like, there's, like, you, you deck, like, remands. It has lots of ways to host Snapcasters. But I'm looking at my board, I'm like, I'm bringing in Spell Snare to deal with this because, like, I'll get their Snapcasters. And that's exactly how I played out. Like, it's like, all right, let's Snapcaster counter. Spell Snare, I feel, is much better in Modern than it is in Legacy because there's a lot of two drops in Legacy, but I feel Modern is a format that revolves around its two drops. Yeah. I think, well, I did make a list at one point in time because I thought in Delver, I'm like, there weren't access to Spell Snare somewhere. By 75. And I was going down the list of like Stoneforge, probably, but like Scythe also beats their Stoneforge land. Charmagoid. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. If I don't have a way to deal Charmagoid, yeah, I probably want Spell Snare. Yeah. Um, uh, Infernal Tutor. Uh, Burning Wish. Burning Wish. <laughs> yeah. Dark Chalabron. Okay. <laughs> well, it's bad at finding a counter work is like the best you're going to get is like a daze. Like, yeah. you're pretty much paying for days at that point. But, like, no, I, I love that. Worst like interaction ever. I was playing against my opponent, I abrupticated something, and my opponent dazed my abrupticate. Now, my first mistake is not just saying, okay, abrupticate is uncounterable. Instead, I spell snared his daze. <laughs> <laughs> just turned his bad play into my worst play. Because <laughs> I didn't think. But you know what, like, a lot of players, especially, like, when we're talking legacy, people don't realize the value of this, like, counter, like, trying to counter uncounterable spells just to develop their graveyard for like a Delph spell or something along those lines. Or like trying to get threshold for like Nibble Monitor or whatever. Yeah. This is a good old like, alright, I'll dance your replicate so you get threshold. Like it's a really strong play. Yeah. People kind of forget about that. They just look at their hand like, this card's dead. <laughs> well, I've seen people with a young Pyromancer in play. Their opponent has a ley line of sanctity, so they start bolting themselves to get Pyromancer tokens. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. Or like, 
pyroblasting land yeah. to get it taken out, like, just to get another thing out. Yeah. Like, people kind of, like, lost that type of, you know, or, like, people remanding a the case because you didn't draw a card. Like, you know, people yeah. forget that that's a play. Yeah. <laughs> yep. More money for trapping an abrupt decay. <laughs> that's a valid yeah. play. You can, yeah. <laughs> you can definitely do that. That's what I like. We were talking about Mind Break Trap, and I always like it because uh, you catch 12 posts when you're ready to cast Emma Pool. I'm like, they're thinking that's good. Well, that Mind Break Trap, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. You can pay for that. That happened to me in the Omni come here. Like, <laughs> we both have omniscience out, and I just go for the Emma Pool kill because I'm like, well, yeah. he's got no counters in his deck. He cutting wishes. I'm like, all right, well, I'll fight this because I'm sure he's got something. I lose the fight. And he goes get he gets my break trap. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this. I, I like that. I love I like my break trap. And it's funny, it's like the closest thing to plus the stone for modern that nobody plays. Right. Well maybe people are playing it now, I don't know, but I always liked it. Yeah, well if like Blue Red Storm was an extra beat, then like Mind Break Trap gets a lot better. So I was down at the Wizard's Cupboard and I was talking to the guy and he was telling me he like he, he says he likes to make decks but he's terrible. Like he says they do EDH down there. And he's like people you know, they get the guys come in with their combo deck, he's like he said he put together a four thousand dollar lock deck. And it's like oh, Abyss, Nether Void, like all all these different things. And he and um he's like, they're gonna do a long game and his opponent's like, Yeah, I, I got no one to quit. And, he, and he's like, But he told he told me he's like, I have no win condition. He's like, he's like it's just a deck of locks. He's like the only thing he's like the only thing I can actually do is underworld dreams, maybe. <laughs> but like as I was talking to him, I'm like, Oh well, hey, while you're at it, do you have a chance? Yeah. And he's and he's like, Well yeah, how many you want? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, oh wow! The guy, the guy was really cool. And as we're talking, and I said something about, you know, I'm 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 surprised that now omniscience is twenty bucks. And he's like, yeah. And, and then I said something about we were talking about how Flusterstone was almost seventy. He's like seventy. He's like, no, it's fourteen. So how many do you have? <laughs> he's like, well, let me look. And he starts looking it up. He's like, oh no, I sold them all out at thirty four. I guess. I'm like, oh okay. But he still had like the counter punch commander deck sealed up on his shelf. Like he had lots of sealed. Yeah. Lots of sealed stuff. Um, he had he had sealed packs of Urza Saga. Like oh my God. just random like just get a whole bunch of packs do a wacky draft. He had he had yeah. the ability. I mean he had like of course he had like revised packs and stuff. He had alternate fourth edition starter decks sealed in the box. I wanted I wanted to do that. At one of the GPs they had a uh, draft where it was one pack from every set in Magic's history. Oh, oh yeah. Most, most expensive card they cracked was a Beta Underground C in the Zendikar pack. Oh, yeah. They had the, the like, the Heritage packs or whatever yeah, they were called. I think the only, the only, like, wacky draft I ever did was Grand Prix Boston, maybe. And, uh, they, like, passed around the packs. It was, like, Legions. It was just whatever garbage packs. But the girl across to me ended up getting, like, Avacyn, Avacyn, Innistrad. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she's like, we could have just done fucking standard, you know? She, Innistrad pack, pack one, passed me a Delver. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll take the Delver. <laughs> I went the rest of the, of the draft taking some random shit, and I ended up, like, playing and just crushing people, because I had Delver, 
Ideas Unbound? That's the draw three, discard three, and end of turn, right? Yeah. Um, Onigata? Some equipment that, like, the creature gets bigger if you have more cards in hand than your opponent? Yeah. They had something that had, like, trample if you have more cards in your hand than your opponent. Or it was, like, so by, by the time I'm done, I'm like, all right, Delver flips, I'm going to draw cards, equip it, and kill it. And they're like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I was getting past some really random stuff. You know? And I'm like, these are all sets. Aside from Innistrad and Avacyn sets I've never seen. Because I only started... I stopped at um, Fallen Empires and started Innistrad. So everything they drafted, I never saw. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what this Onagata thing is, but it has something... It looks like it does something like this unbound. Yeah, I love those weird draft formats that you really don't play much. Like, um... My most normal one was New Phyrexia. Okay. It was triple New Phyrexia because it's really, really weekend. Yeah. And a card that was really good in that format was Rage Extractor. It's an artifact that costs five, four, and a Phyrexian red. Whenever you cast a spell with a Phyrexian mana and its mana cost, it, deal, it deals damage to target creature or player equal to the cost of the card. Oh, wow. All right. So, like, casting it itself yeah. to deal four. And when you have trip New Phyrexia, you have a lot of Phyrexian mana spells. So yeah. I had, like, two or three of those, and I have, like, like good solid cards, like Splash Panther, like... Like, turn three, play that. Turn four, Slash Panther, take five, attack you for four more. Like, okay. uh, my, one of my opponents played Maul's um, Pleister. It's like a seven drop, one one that gets you two three threes, and Golems. And Golems, you control Trample. It's like, all right, dismember one of your Golems, rain distracting trigger, hit the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I counted seven mana play for one minute. <laughs> I'm wondering yeah. if uh, Slash Panther still see Vintage play? I think it's still in shops. Okay. Hmm. I think, yeah, I think shops still plays it alongside those of them. So they're probably o- open over it too. You guys want to take a ride yeah. over? Go ahead. Head over. Room. Yeah, that sounds good. Alright. We'll pick this up later on, maybe. Now it's recording. We're back. Now we're at T. Ah, excellent. And that's what Sean did. The bin. Want to say hi to everybody, Nate? <laughs> local, local judge, Nate. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to see if I can record this and edit it for the ah, cast later on. Okay, okay. This, is, like, this is John Stelso. There's only three people here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this Where are all the invisible people? <laughs> so you know me and Jerry. This is John Stelso. He does uh, tap and sack out of Connecticut. Gotcha. I actually think you've Yeah, yeah we've played here before. before. Yep. Okay. And uh, he liked it so much he thought he'd return. Oh, my Oh, yeah. I was t- for punishment is what you're saying. Is that important? Yeah. No. I just went down to... Yeah. I kept hearing about South Florida magic. So I went down to Florida, and I ended up going down there and telling everybody, oh, yeah, you guys got to come up to TE sometime. Take a weekend trip, don't we? Who is it? There's like a level yeah. four judge from down there. There's Brian Frillman. He's from down there, I think, right? I'm not too sure. Yeah, he's in I Florida. Up, I, I did meet, uh, I met the proprietor at, um, what the hell was his name? Wizard's Cupboard? Move. Minus? Sorry to you? <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a big online store. Yeah. And th- they do a lot of... EDH. They kept talking about Sheldon Venery. I don't know where he's from, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. 13. So, so what do we got? So, John's doing four-color Delver, and Jerry's doing three-color Delver. Three-color Bug Delver. First time I get to use my new Korean Liliana. Pretty pumped. Very true, very true. 
Oh, you eat it, didn't you? I did oh. eat it, too. I was like, wait, Zelda here's cheating and just, you know, pretending uh, young Pyromancer is immune to Liliana. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't hear an announce, announce ability. Cycle the trigger and make a token. Yeah. You could have just said, like, minus two targeting yourself. Ah, uh, you know, that is a good play. <laughs> All right, my go? Your go. So, Nate. Yes. I brought, I brought Burning Reanimator down to Florida. Yes. And uh, hey, everybody calls it Tin Fins. Yeah, I, I set off the x-ray machine on the way through the airport. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's wonder what they're looking for. And they're like, pull me aside, grab my bag. we got to open this up. Okay. And they grab the deck box. <laughs> they're like, I'm going to have to open this. I'm like, all right, just be careful. It's kind of expensive. I'm like, I can open it for you if you want. Mm-hmm. So I open it, and then I walked away, and I'm like, Tin Fins just set off the metal detector. <laughs> that's so interesting. They were testing my hands for explosives. I'm like, I'm surprised <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't find the deck before. I think well, the, the deck box itself. And they're like, what the hell is that in the bag? <laughs> oh, honestly, so it was like the x-ray thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. but like, I was like, set off the metal detector. How foil that is this deck? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's what you call a risque Liliana right there. You want it? You can <laughs> Got one for you too, Jerry. Aw, thanks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, how's that for Robbins? You gonna get me? Oh, damn it! <laughs> and so, so, blind flips Delver with abrupt decay. Oh. <laughs> I like to attack the, the, the <laughs> semi-clothed Liliana. <laughs> scantily clad. The scantily clad Liliana. Lose yeah, your hand, send the Torak you. <laughs> no more? Go. This is just like top deck horse. It really is. Three. Here you go. This is your drop. Blue, blue. Yep. To cast nothing in my hand. <laughs> so what do we expect to see today? Three. Uh, Merfolk, elves, miracles, and uh, Devitaxes. I think it's going to be a tribal day. Everyone's running elves and merfolk. No, the four of them will be scooping to each yeah. other. Um, <coughs> They'll all be scooping to each other. It's, it's <laughs> okay. Uh, try. We may see mono white painter servant. We may see a uh, little burning reanimator. We may see elves. I don't think I'm going to sleep up Merfolk. Part of me is actually debating if I want to take this burning reanimator deck apart. So while I was down in Florida, I, the first place I went to, I said, Do you guys do Legacy? They said, No. I'm like, Okay, do you have Lion's Eye Diamonds? I said, Yeah, I got two. I'm like, I'll take one. So part of me is debating if I want to take burning reanimator and turn it into test real quick. Job. for three. Job of digging like a champ. <laughs> trying. <laughs> trying. Here you go. There you go. Our local judge just handed me a fistful of pixie sticks, so I am going to overdose on sugar during this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast uh, a <laughs> Is that Jerry in the corner not wearing a shirt? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, pimp lightning axe. Foil. Yeah. Um, I got okay. foil hooting mandrills. I got foil Gagari thug. What do I like total that? Uh, thirteen to nine. Ooh. Oh, I have two foil hooting mandrels. Three more. Go to six. Okay. And fast. A bullseye. Yeah, I'll play with that. <laughs> That's like that uh, stupid elf card that wrecked me at the Pennsylvania tournament. The yeah. four-man, uh, four-drop that makes wolf tokens. Yeah, I picked it up. I forget what it's called. 
It's like Ren, Ren's run. Oh, Ren's going back faster. Yeah, that thing wrecked me. Fireballs. Ah. Nope. Gotta keep the tempo. You guys know. I don't know. Great. I don't know if you're fully aware of this. A young pyromancer. Stifle. No! Told you. <laughs> that was like the perfect brainstorm. That was the perfect brainstorm. Well, that was his top deck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, your top deck is better than my top deck is what we discovered. Wow. I don't know if you guys ever that acknowledge... That was insane. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you ever acknowledge how awkward a cast sounds when it's two people playing a game. <laughs> you ever listen to that stuff? No, nah, I don't listen to that terrible stuff. Oh, oh listeners, oh. you're, you're so, doing right listening to us. I'm playing that guy that's doing metal worker down in Florida. Mm-hmm. I start with a probe. He's got double fairy macabre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Was this game one? <laughs> no, it was, it was game two. It was game two. I'm like, oh, boy, how do I deal with that? And I, start, I get Grizzlebrand out of Exuma or whatever, and I figure I'll start seeing if I can combo up. I get to a point where I can, like, Shallow Grave or Goriel's Vengeance uh, Emrakul, and I go to do it, and he's like, I'll discard Fairy Macabre, and I'll remove Emrakul and Children of Corliss. I'm like, ah, oh, Wow. Yeah, that's going to be hard to beat now. Wouldn't you think, like, the Metalworker deck would play Tormod's Crypt so that not only do they have the ability to exile, granted, they can't do it, like, on the draw turn one, but they can, like, if they don't need the Crypt later in the game, they could sack it to, uh, what's his name? No, uh, not Metalworker, Forge Master. As part of, like, the three artifact count to get whatever. Uh, oh, Stronghold Adrian, Gambit. Yeah, he's just pulling all these goodies out of his binder right now. A little Stronghold Gambit. I'm wondering if I should try that today. A little red show and tell. Dan Hall. <laughs> Dan Hall's running that for Star City Games Providence. He told me, he's like, can I borrow your Stronghold Gambits? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you can always borrow my Stronghold Gambits because that does not see enough play. Yeah, you know people are up to no good when they ask for cards like <laughs> yeah. Stronghold Gambit. It's like Mythalo Griffin. Yup. <laughs> you're like, I know what you're Gonna do. Yep. Or like Alurin. <laughs> yeah. Alurin was one of the first legacy decks I ever put together. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judge, can I play with this little on the mail? It's going to my EDH deck. Good. What are those? The proxies. proxies. Risque proxies. Yeah, sexy really is. Check this out. This is when I sat and started doing them. There's a brand in the background. Oh. <laughs> I like proxied up the whole deck. Because I keep running into people. They're like, what is Tintins? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to start keeping the deck together. <laughs> like, right. People say, what is Tintins? That's when you know that that deck is well positioned in the match. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. So I need another perfect fit. What the you want for a Liliana? You want to play something wild and crazy? Have you ever played Battlebox? Battlebox? What's that? Is it like Type 4? It's like Type 4, but it's more like Hearthstone mana than like getting 10 mana per turn. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I've, I've played that. Oh, we, okay. we, we call it Danger Room. Yeah, yeah. It was called Danger Room as well. Yeah. Same, same, same idea. So, like, you get a pile of one of each basic, one of each. Dual land or allied dual land, but they come into play tapped. So like you don't get perfect mana every single turn of the game. 
And you start, just like type four, you start with a hand of, I think, you start on six cards and you have a max size of nine. No, you start on seven. You start on seven, but your max size is nine because sometimes you just get a lot of high drops or whatever. Okay. And the only rule is you play one land per turn out of this pile. So, like, kind of like Hearthstone. Um, and, like, there's all other things associated with it. Like, you know, they try to play, you know, all the all the drops that have the same mana or, like, about the same power level, like... Not like they don't put in like Hill Giant with like a troll aesthetic. <laughs> Clearly, different power levels for three mana. Although, I did find one card in, in uh, what's his name's list? It's Brian DeMars' list that like seemed way out of place. What was it? There was a five mana cleric from Onslaught that said like tap five clerics gain 10 life, and it's like a one five. Okay. And I was like, this card is terrible. It's only like. Eight no, clerics in the box of 500 guards. <laughs> Once the new Liliana Changelings. comes out. Yeah. How about the changelings? Yeah, like, like what? Once what? the new Liliana comes out, she's a cleric. Yeah, uh, I guess. She goes into cleric tribal. <laughs> so, like, I replaced this Celestial Archon, which looks like a little bit better of a five drop. Do I play test? Do I play elves? Uh, my play group got into a huge argument last night about EDH because we had our first ever where the group decided to ban a card. <laughs> what, what card? Uh, probably Island. No. Uh, that's <laughs> what, that was his response. If you're banning this card, then I said we ban Islands. <laughs> it was like, you can't do that. But no, it was Prophet of Cruffix, which that card is disgusting in EDH. Because it basically says every time your opponent takes a turn, you take a turn. Um, which gets pretty dirty in multiplayer. Yeah. I've seen that card float around. It's... Prophet of Cruffex, whenever your opponent's... Yeah, beginning of each upkeep, untap all perms you control. Creatures you control have flash. Alright, isn't isn't it like you untap all your lands and creatures? Yeah, it's untap all lands and creatures. So basically permanence. Right. (laughs) And then creatures you control have flash. And then he pairs it with, like, Arcanus the Omnipotent to draw three cards every other player's turn, play all his stuff... And then, if it was just that, we would be fine with it, but it's the fact that he protects it to no end, so... Well, yeah, because Blue does, likes to do that. Yeah, well, he has that, it's the card from, like, Lorwyn, it's, like, two colorless, two hybrid, blue-white, uh, uh, flicker target creature. Oh, uh, yeah. And then he also plays it with, like, Glenolendra, Archmage, uh, so it, <laughs> it, it like, after, after six months of him doing the same deck over and over again, we're just like, no, we don't want to play with you anymore if you're playing this deck, it's too annoying. <laughs> yeah. So, blue often turned into a huge thing uh, last night. So what? So what's helping your decision making? How much graveyard hate's floating around? What for them? <laughs> I mean, there's probably gonna be at least one reanimator deck here today. No, next busy uh, house shopping. Uh, he's house shopping? Yeah. Him and Sierra are out grabbing breakfast. Oh, big okay. decisions. Yeah, they're out looking at uh, open houses and breakfast. I like the breakfast part of it. Yeah, well, they're not, they're not in this list today. They got the dust. Oh, right yeah. yeah. Are you playing magic? Uh, you kind of just... Have you had any experience with other card games? I'm not doing personally with Yeah. Yeah. You don't really need dice. People use them. Like, what do you mean? 
Oh, it's not magic tricks. No, I don't. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> it's not magic. It's not magic tricks. Yeah. So I'm saying, how 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 do you mean that it's magic? How you play? How you play? Um. Yes, it's it's almost it's, it's kind of like chess. Yeah, it's a little yeah, bit like chess. chess okay. It's like a mix of chess and poker. Yeah. Yeah. Check out Magic. It's a good game to start. Huh? It's a good game to start. Check it out. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, no problem. All right, let's see how awfully I can lose the bug with this deck. Uh, <laughs> oh, you switching decks? Yeah. I've always wanted to figure out how to beat the bug matchup. I think the answer is I just don't <laughs> with this deck. It's one of the tier one decks in the format. We're going to play some weird sideboard cards. <laughs> so which I'll name as, we, as you figure out what I'm on. Let's just break out a modern deck. <laughs> Dang it, left my at home. And, uh, I probably should try to put that other one over today, like a retired one. See this beauty? 70, yeah, roll 73 this. cards foil. I need two more cards. This is a modern deck? Yep, two more cards and it's done. I need a foil. Um, ideally, I need four foils, uh, Scalping Tarn, but I'm using Bloodstained Mire in the meantime. So uh, four Ashling the Pilgrim in seventy one mountains. Yeah, <laughs> mountains and fetch lands for mountains. And the sideboard is stuff. So this is all foil, Jerry. Yep. So there's some sexy defense grids and blood bones in your yes. sideboard. Yes, there are. Where is that kind? Of <clears throat> Oh, again, okay. oh, I like those. FNM, was that the FNM promo Bitaxian Pro? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm keeping. I'm good if you're good. Oh, that is foil. I'm good. I'm going first because you beat me. Yep. What is this island from? Um, It was like a player rewards card. Foreign MPS island? Yeah. Looks pretty badass. How much, how, much, how much is a DCI foil serum business? Like $25. Yeah, that's a bit. I actually just dumped a bunch of my serum visions because they're probably getting reprinted in Modern Masters. But. So, how often do you play Modern? <laughs> in a tournament? Pretty, Pretty much never. Where's this foil Is It League Mountain come from? Uh, that's also like a player rewards. Yeah. I was just at a GP and this vendor had all these like crazy foil basic lands I had never seen before, so I scooped a bunch of them up. Including that MPS one? Yeah, including that MPS one. Foil Pyromancer's Ascension, that's going to be oh, pretty decent. Death Ray Shaman. Death Ray Shaman. Definitely. I'll pay more life to... You love your Gataxian probes. He does. Oh, I love them. Do you think Gataxian probes are like three bucks a piece now? Yeah, I know. Gataxies, Force of Will, a Sexy Pass and Flames, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasteland. Yeah, I have three non-foil Pass and Flames if you still need them. I just picked one up down in Florida. Thank you, though. I went to this, I went to this one store. They were pretty cool. One store I went to, man. What, what the hell was the name of it called? Serenity Games? The guy was just... I mean, this... Uh, I understand they're slower in the South. They're not really, like... 
And maybe it's the Dunkin' Donuts. I got, I got down there. I stopped at the at the airport, grabbed the Dunkin' Donuts, got down to Florida. My aunt's driving around. I'm like, I didn't think I was going to see a Dunkin' Donuts. She goes, it's not the same. And as soon as I get off in Logan, I grab a Dunkin' Donuts coffee because down here it's not the same. She said, I don't know if it's the way they treat the water, but the yeah. Dunkin's is just a lot weaker. I'm like, damn. That's easy. Brainstorm? Yeah, you can brainstorm. Oh, damn, three more copies of the card I was going to protect. <laughs> <laughs> damn, I'm bad at this game. <laughs> mm. Boy, that was good. <laughs> Boy, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when I suck. <laughs> Yep, that's good. <laughs> so you can either have your choice of mana, cantrips, or discard spell. Oh, that strand. Yep. Um, oh, where's your shorthand? You normally just circle the blue and the white together. And be like, well, that's the dual land. <laughs> oh, okay. So I know it's after mana. All right. Uh, I figured I'm surprised you didn't just circle the two and right fetch. Oh, wait, it's in there somewhere. You a dick. Um, <laughs> I'm a dick. I asked why. I didn't say. <laughs> I implied. <laughs> I'll take the ponder. Wait, well, you can't take the land, that's right. You're in 17, right? Yep. Ooh, made my job easier. Delver. First turn. All right. Wonder what I drew. Mm. Oh, I should probably go register, huh? That's like the strand. Twelve twenty-two. Okay. Actually, no, maybe I don't play the strand. Mind games. Trading. Sure. I've mind. <laughs> I've mind. Wow. I do. Nick, Nick was playing that one time. I was playing Blue Red Omni show. I cast show and tell. I put in omniscience. He puts in hive mind. And like, I cast cunning when she's like, oh, that's a good point. I wonder if I have any instants on my sideboard. <laughs> he's like, nope, he's got none. That show was miserable. Wait. Drop. Yeah. Ever wanted to borrow hive mind from Flip just so I could like pour a few cards and make it into a legacy? Okay. Hive mind is a modern deck. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. It's in uh, it was, the Amulet deck. It was, it was, it was uh, better until they banned Seething Song. When they banned Seething Song, it got rougher. But you can still get away with it using like the same similar shape. Yeah. Because yeah, like. Amiel already plays Summoning Pact, and like it's okay to having Slaughter Pact also. Yeah. They just, like, either you're going to cast Remedial Titan or you're going to cast Hive Mind, and then your Teleria West gets your other combo piece. <laughs> I think it plays Pact Negation too. 50. I think so. Uh, go. Yeah.
Oh, where's Dan? Dan's still, yeah, Dan's still here. Dan's got my overmaster. <laughs> That's a hell of a magic card, too. What's that? Overmaster's a hell of a magic card, too. I used to love the Red Oh, yeah. Show and tell incoming. Should we also sign off so we have some semblance of an ending? Such a something like go to chair scraping. And that's a wrap. And scene. And scene. That deck was really fun to play. I'm I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. It's a good deck. Like sometimes you get frustrated where you're like, man, I would love some land. Yeah. I mean, it's a Delver deck. It's a Delver deck. Like, what do you expect? Although I did, before I came here, maybe like a week or two prior for like just general playtesting and stuff like that, I did add a Kizikian Probe to League, and I'm happy I did. Because I was like, oh, maybe I'll play just like more powerful cards, but like... So, gentlemen, what about lunch? You hungry? Hungry? Lunch at 6 o'clock. What about dinner? Unfortunately, I have to go back for a Game of Thrones party. Yeah, I thought you'd be back. I'm sorry. I have an engineer explosive. I have to pick up an ice. I should go see her. Is that the way? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, that's just a random girl on his phone. Should we, this, we do some simple for the sign off? This is my other life. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh. Got this cool program on my phone where it like, switches the picture when it senses my geographic proximity. <laughs> That's pretty deep. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we should do this. Is, this is the fucking car I rented. This is the car that made me. I miss my I sent my buddy a picture of this thing. I'm like, can I tell you how much I miss my car? Oh, yeah, that car. Like, it's fucking one. It's like the Honda Fit. It's smaller. It's a lot smaller. Yeah. That's what I had in Florida. Oh, jeez. Three cylinder automatic. Is that, is that a Mazda? The, the phone that I keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I drove that thing from Tampa to Orlando and back to Tampa down to Miami, back up to Tampa. Yeah, it, well, you know what? Gas is two fifty a gallon, 20 bucks filled it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Where's uh? Let's see if I can find the one, that, the one that's driving me. Uh, the woman I love drives oh, me nuts. We're almost done with a uh, uh, rotisserie draft, modern rotisserie draft. Oh my god, my deck is so fun. Wait, how long has it been going on? Uh, maybe like a week, which it really isn't bad when like people are on and offline at various points throughout the day. This is the mask I was going to bring when Jerry was talking about a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, that's terrifying! I, I put it on, right? We don't be sitting on the couch or walking the other way. Like, the fucking mascot gets all freaked out. I'm a terrible person, man. Yeah, like I had the wheel on this one, so I didn't know really what was like. I wanted to see what was open before I moved in because I didn't want to fight with people over cards. So like, I somehow get perfect lightning bolts. Which surprised me. Although, like, somebody was clearly going deep when they could glimpse the available. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I didn't see a lot of blue. Like, I saw snapcats on the but that was it. I'm not, I'm not counting glimpse the available here. 
<laughs> and it's a bazillion collections. I'm like, all right, it's a cool creature. Like, maybe I can play Blue Red Tempo or something. Maybe, like, play the Splinter Twin X or whatever. And, like, all of a sudden, like, like I picked Snapcast and started kept picking, like, counter spell, counter spell, counter spell, counter spell. I was like, yeah, I'm not fighting him for blue. And so I took a look around, saw what was open, and, like, all of a sudden, you could see how, like, I'm transforming, like, my deck style. So it's Bolt, Click, Sword of Pizza Famine. <laughs> Tazager, Kitchen Finks, Maelstrom Pulse, <laughs> all gets better, Garrick Wildspeaker, Swagtusk, aka Swagtusk, mm-hmm. Swagtusk, Eternal Witness, Temple Garden, Overrun 2, Slaughter Pack, Petrify, Death Cloud, what is Death Cloud again? So it's the. Uh, it's that spell from Darksteel reprinted in my yeah. Yep. X, X, X. I'm sorry. Black, 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 X. It's basically like the X version of Smallbox. Or a box. Yeah. Um, each player loses X life, discards X cards, sacrifices X creatures, sacrifices X land. Yeah. And like Death Cloud used to be an extended deck where like you. Yeah. You play like a bunch of ramp spells, like secure tribe elders and like yeah. signets and stuff like that, and then you ramp into a big death cloud and like because you have like kitchen picks and stuff, they just come in back and play with persist, and your opponent has like nothing. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so from death cloud, <laughs> Twilight Liar, Grave Titan, Nerdboard, Farsi, Armor Elf, Sakura Tribe Elder, Temple, Elvish Shadow. <laughs> And then, then it gets interesting. Fungal then reaches. Then it gets interesting. Then it gets really interesting. So, Fungal Reaches, that's the storage land that's green-red. Knowing the red. Uh, Inferno Titan, Acidic Slime. <laughs> Fireless Ticket. Xenagos the Reveler. That's a really sweet card in, like, Death Cloud. So, like, you know, so, like, with Death Cloud and stuff like that, like, it doesn't hit artifacts, it doesn't hit plane blockers. So, yeah. Once I, once I picked up on it, I was like, okay. Um, skip, 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 skip. Uh, Awakening Zone, another way to, like, ramp. You don't lose enchantments either. So, like, Awakening Zone is the one that gives you a drowsy spawn on your upkeep. Okay. So, like, more things to ramp into. Um, Garrick Primal Hunter. <laughs> Greater Gargadon. Oh, wow. That's the other thing you can do with Death Cloud. So, like, you can cast Death Cloud sack almost all your stuff to Gargadon. Even with, like, one spend counter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Untap. Here comes the Gargadon. Um, which is also why I put... Uh, yeah, Primus. Also what amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, man. That's what that Border Post does, deck does in... Uh, yeah. Yeah. What the hell is that? The Cascades into um, Restore Balance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Restore Balance deck. And oh, then, oh, all right. So... And then eventually I got the second Death Cloud, which I knew no way was going to hate draft because people were no... People were Wildfire. Okay. Because yeah. it plays the same way. Like, you want to artifact ramp out into something big, and then you keep a lot of mana, and they have nothing. Right. <laughs> That's like you do the artifact deck with upheaval. You, like, yeah. have a bunch of, like, signets so and mana rocks, and then upheaval. You cast all your mana rocks, and your opponents uh, can only play one land for the turn. Yeah, like, I kind of want to... I wish... I wonder if there's, like, a legacy theory somewhere. Like, kind of like a nickname challenge. Nickname with Death Cloud. <laughs> oh, God. That's the neat level stuff French teams. That's awesome. It's like Grant with all sorts of sausage and cheese and shit. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, Nick could erase playing golf therapy, right? Yeah. You just strip him of all the counter magic and then death cloud for a pile. Oh, and if you have explorers in play, you get the trigger and get mana. So you're already two lands up on your opponent. 
the problem is casting the death class. Yeah. Well, if you have like a land package, I'm sure you can get Visage um, here. So, I thought about drafting Visage for the blue player. By God, you have a better card for the blue player because he doesn't have many non counter spells. I, love, I, I found that I really love Visage against the fucking counter top deck. Oh, yeah. Miracles. So, here's what I drafted Gaze Revenge from M11. It's a 7 mana 8 5. Can't be countered. Haste. Can't be targeted by non green sources. So, like, can't half exile it. Like, you have to wrap him off the board if you're playing in blue white. When you said it, I was trying to think if it was, uh, the first thing I thought of was gay as leash from, like, fucking oh. years ago. I, that was cool. Okay. Yeah, we used to play Green, 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 green. There was a lot. did nothing. Power up is equal to the number of forests you control, and then... So what was it? You to put a... You turn somebody's land into a forest. Oh, yeah, because when he attacks, the power up is equal to the number of forests your opponent controls. What was the blue one? It was... Was it... Island Fish Jackalhawks or some shit? It was... Green had the force of nature. Black had Lord of Pit. White oh, was like cycle? White was like personal incarnation. Red, red was Shivan Dragon. I thought White was Scary Angel. No, well, well Black has Sang Gear for that. Oh, uh, I see. I was thinking personal incarnation because it worked like the redirect damage or reverse polarity, whatever the hell they used to call it. Yeah. What was the fucking. I'm trying to think of what the blue one was. It wouldn't have been Mahamadi to Jin. Well, yeah, well, that's trying to think of it was the big. It was like an 80 fucking island lock. That's why I thought like the notable colors in each color were like. Um. Mary Angel, Mahamudi Jin, Lord of the Pit, Shiv and Dragon, and. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the 4 4. Shiv and Dragon, and. Uh, the uh, the, the Jin, the Green. No, nah, I was thinking the Green Jin that uh, Kiana yeah. blocked. Arnum? Yeah, Arnum Jin. No. Oh, yeah, your opponent's creatures get Forest Swap. Yeah, that's what it is. And then you play, like, green lands that don't. They're not forest. <laughs> yeah. I just remember the 8-8 fucking island lock. I think that was the big blue creature. Leviathan. No. Why the Leviathan? Leviathan was like the 11-11 for like, I think it was 10, 7 poles and 3 blue. Like when it comes to the place, sack 2 islands, and then the beginning of your upkeep, sack yeah. 2 islands. Yeah. yeah. That was brutal. Polar Kraken was kind of the same way. Kraken before yeah. Merfolk had Ether Vial. That was back, that was in one of the original reanimator builds, because it was the biggest thing you could get out. Yeah, that's true. Huh. It was equal that I've been printing. Oh, Conflux, right? Yeah. It was always like when we got colored artifacts. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel bad for Jenga Taxes. Jenga Taxes just had such a short reign on the animator. Yeah, what's your name was playing it? Yeah, yeah, the, played, um, the reanimated deck. The, uh, they, he still shows up as a one of in some reanimated decks, but so. he used to be like the four of right. like, premium card in reanimator. In Grizzlebrain game. And it's just like, oh, you're just playing better. It's <laughs> <laughs> because Jenga Taxes is a 5 4. It's actually pretty easy to kill a Jenga Taxes. Yeah. Well, like, Grizzlebrand got like half of Jenga Taxes. And then Siren it was the good and it, well, like, and it proved like the half of it, right? And then Siren Sanity came in and made the better half of the other half of the card. Because like you don't give your opponent the one turn to deal with it. Just yeah, like, right. Bam, discard. Yeah. Yeah, that was always good. Yeah, turn on Siren Sanity is pretty brutal out of reanimator too. I played in modern and it was brutal too against all the combo decks. Like 
I played like a grindy loam deck that had unbearable rights. So I just like abrupt decay, bot sees you, trade, 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 turn four. Yeah, it's like modern creeps. So what's yeah. the. Yeah, basically, and your targets were. Um, your main target was Borba Regimus, because that's your main one condition. Enrage, like a crash one. No. Uh, on burial rights in your burning reanimator list, no. it actually combos pretty well with uh, yeah, the Zydon. Yeah, I've seen it. Well, we're gonna talk five about that. Right? We're gonna talk with that guy pomegranate. And see what no, it costs five to cast four to flash back. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the good part is you can flash it back. Yeah, I would use. They need white though. So all you need is so oh, well, yeah, no, what you, you do is if you have if you have grizzle brands in hand, you just need lands, uh, lions eye diamonds. Uh, unburial rights, discard the unburial rights in Grizzlebrands, cast it off of uh, Lion's Item, you can get a turn one Grizzlebrand in play. Yeah, but you can, you just seem to be able to get it without the unburial rights easy. You can do it with the unburial rights. I've been thinking about it, we were talking about that before with SGX Salvages, but the, um, I'm curious the Bomberman combo too. <laughs> I think I'm very like, just so much slower, but I'm actually curious about it. I want to ask him what the duress is for because I've never used the fucking duress in the board. Yeah. Well, it's because it's your thought seeds, but everything that you don't care about any non-instant or sorcery spells. I want to get the creature out of my hand if, if possible. Right. Like the rest doesn't do that. The only well, time I, I use duress. I think it's just to get rid of counter magic, like strictly for counter magic. It's strictly for counter magic and to preserve your life total. Doesn't that thought seeds too in the board? Or no. One thought sees on the board, three duresses on the board. I'd rather see silence, but oh. doesn't play white. So yeah, I think the plan is against the um, like the miracle site decks or um, the stoneforge type decks. You could bring in the duresses, put them in your main deck. So it's not like a wish target. It's like you get your game plan. Game two is to go start targeting this card at him. Yeah, I seem to be able to just. Uh, well, you can board in two. I burning wish for him anyway. Like what was actually working? Well, what I've been doing anyway. There's only three Gataxian probes. In game two, the probes come out abrupt decay comes in because there's no way for me to get abrupt decay out of the board. Yeah, well, you, you're leaving your ball therapies in your deck post board. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes. Casting a list. Because sometimes I want to cabal therapy myself. Right. And then celebrate. Yeah. I guess that's the weakest cancer. I sound like So I would say. Because the matchup where. Oh, yeah, you can go for all three if you still have Nazis in the board or whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, because like you I, I would just hate to be I, like if, when I get seven in my hand where I could combo out if I could just cabal therapy and crystal grand out of my hand, but I'm holding to rest instead. Like, uh. yeah, well, you leave those in post board, right? So, like, well, no, post board, I'll usually bring in a buff decay because I can expect them in a theographic cage. Or a rest in peace, or whatever. And actually, it's kind of funny. I really don't even need to worry about a Grafticus case because I can burn it with the show and tell. Yeah, it's still nice to be able to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the deck. I don't know. Actually, I haven't even looked at the list in a little while. It's, it's, so the list is built from Romario Meadows, who I guess got it from a Ben something pomegranate. Every deck came from original source somewhere. I still like fucking. I still like Logan Crane's build the best. Uh, back in my day, I was playing Burner Reanimator before they ever printed any of these oh, cards. Oh, you were hip to be hip before it was hip to be hip. So hip. What a hip thing. Back yeah. Well, when I was playing, I was running it with a uh, Grave Titan. 
So it's like an aggro beatdown plan. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Probe, I think, would be the card to cut. Yeah, I always take Probe out and bring Probe to hand, because game, game, game one, I figure out what you're playing, I really don't need Probe game two. Yeah, yeah I see. It's Probe's also there just to be the easiest sideboard card to cut. <laughs> yeah, because, like, the deck is so tight as it is. Yeah, you really are hard-pressed to cut anything else. Yeah, I think you just do, like, you just do the swap three for three, Post board, you still have Cabal Therapies to get rid of the stuff that you need. Well, the trick for me is this. This is instant speed. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I can't get it out of the board. So it makes me want to start actually, instead of using Burning Wish, start using Cunning Wish. Yeah, but then that shuts you off as being able to fetch for Show and Tell, Shallow gr- not Shallow Grave, uh, Reanimate. It does, but it gives Wait. me access to... Well, it'll be a whole new package, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, this would become, like, Through the Breach... That could become Chain of Vapor. Yeah, but you're also, like, tacking on a mana or two to each of your spells. That's going to slow you down a whole bunch. Well, not this case. This case, yeah, but this case, no. Well, also, Cunning Wish costs one more than Burning Wish. It gives me access to Echoing Truth. Well, I do think one key thing you do cut yourself off of is, like, Wink Edition. Yeah. Tendrils is usually the main deck. This deck just plays the sideboard because it plays Burning Wish. Right, yeah. Now, you wish tin, fins, tin Fins will use Tendrils because mid-combo it can use Tendrils to regain life and then draw. Burning Wish will do it sideboard because they can keep the casting cost low enough to build up Storm, I guess. Yeah, I never thought of it that way, but it makes sense. Well, it's neat because you can I'll actually... I'll see it as the win condition you, a lot of the time. Like, you can, right, yeah, you can also just run it as a regular Storm deck. You Burning right. Wish, and with the Burning Wish on the stack, LEDs for black. And now when you get Tendrils, you have mana also. Right. It, it cycles up nicely. I think, I mean, the Burning Wish... I think the Burning Wish with the LEDs plays better. Yeah, I think it depends, like, if, if you're looking to strip... If it's, I think for like miracles or no, no, let me take that. Let me take that back. Abrupt decay. Yeah, I was gonna say miracles is abrupt decay, like like that. Three for three. I mean, they have counters, but they don't have that many counters to deal with. I'm thinking, like, the Delver decks. But even, like, Bug Delver is the worst because, like, you want this and this almost. I don't even want the Duress. I'm looking at a handful Bug of Tarmac Boy, Delver, Spectrum Death Rage coming. Duress can't get any of that anyway. I figure, like, for the setup, you want to, like, wish for an answer to the, the Death Rage Shaman. Yeah. It's the perfect storm for uh, Tin Fins because they have Graveyard Hate, Discard, and Counter Magic. You can fight one, maybe two, but you can't fight all three. Yeah. Yeah, this deck was also sweeter, too, when you had access to Treasure Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that was so awesome against the Leona decks. Yeah. Burning Wish for Treasure Cruise, draw more gas. Yeah. Hmm. All right, boys, I have to head out. Okay, All right. we're scooping the top eight. We're just scooping in, Jerry. We're still recording this thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I pressed record. That's why Jerry wanted He's like, oh, we're going to do it later. <laughs> and scene. Click. And <laughs> well, I was going to scoop Adrian in the top eight, but now I'm not. <laughs> right. Being grouchy. Being grouchy. I gave you the game in two. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's why you made I 20 beat, at 5th place. I didn't even get my fucking energy back. Oh, no bribery collusion here, all right? Yeah. Absolutely not. I earned that 5th place. Yeah, you cannot... You cannot. Uh, if you had gotten it in 3, you'd have been in 6. No, that is not true. You cannot get the ability to not be salty in exchange for a match win. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Come on. 
Uh, I guess those are good sales. So come on down. Got to meet him in the flesh for once. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Nice to meet Jerry Stunt Double. Uh, it was good. It was good. You even got to see the waitress in Miss Worcester. I did. The waitress in Miss Worcester. Shout out to waitress in Miss Worcester. <laughs> you guys <are> yeah, <laughs> definitely scooping his up, mate. <laughs> You're a married man. <laughs> I was just agreeing with you. Hey, hey. That gets out of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that stays in. <laughs> yeah, like, no, if this is a magic podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'll give her props if she actually listened to it and yelled at me as a result. <laughs> Good. You earned this, honey. You earned it. <laughs> All right. Well, so, as always, for... What about, what about, what about you, John? I'm going to first scoop that freaking banana split French toast at the top. Right? <laughs> having, having a banana crap. split Sunday at 9 a.m. <laughs> to have a breakfast. Yeah, I don't even need a meal the rest of the day, really. It's, it's that good. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry. I'm tempted to go grab some seafood, see if Lita wants to cook up some seafood. Nice. Very nice. Little Scooby Fine Gentleman at the top eight, doing a, a nice little TE. Now that the snow's finally gone. I know. I'm going to scoop in the mental health profession. Yeah. Actually, actually, can I can I dream crush snow out of the top eight? <laughs> yes, you can dream crush snow out of the top eight. Scoop or dream crush? Oh, there you go. There you go. I like that. That's like the anti shout out. Yeah, I like that. Well, hopefully we'll be uh, seeing some listeners down at uh. What do I want to dream crush? I like that. <laughs> I want, to, I want to dream crush, dream crush crazy bitches. Oh, okay. <laughs> the world is full of crazy bitches. Anyone, shit, anyone you want to scoop in the top eight? Yeah, the mental health professional. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for mental health oh, Dream crushing, it wasn't crazy bitches. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> scoop into top eight, right. the mental health profession, and oh. dream crush uh, crazy bitches. Hell yeah. <laughs> All in one fell swoop. All in one fell swoop. And of course, without one, I wouldn't need the other. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hope to see you guys at uh, Starcity Games Providence next week. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can on this. Yeah, maybe this cast will come out in time. We're we're two casts behind. (laughs) Maybe I won't even be able to figure out how to edit it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We did record this entire podcast on a cell phone. We'll have a lost episode. (laughs) Yeah. No, the lost episode was the first time time we ever recorded with Ginger Ale. Oh, right. He was like, (laughs) like, afterwards, like, I got one minute of that. Yeah. (laughs) We were talking for like an hour and a half. This is lost episode number two. (laughs) Lost episode number two. Lost archives. (laughs) No, you figure out how to edit it, but it's uh, completely unusable. No, None no, of the sound no, comes through. Like playing the voice recorder with my microphone from my computer. I'm pretty sure there were several points during the day where I was not close enough to the phone to be picked up, so it just looks like you're having a one-sided conversation. Like, I know there was like one point where the phone, like me and Celso were over here, and the phone's aiming over that way, and all I could hear was the dishes clanging at the Miss Worcester. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this will be fun. Yeah, but... I kind of wondered about that. <laughs> that place is good breakfast. I'm fucking hungry now. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let's, well, all, let's all go eat. Yeah, it, agreed. All right. Later, guys. Have a good one.